Spain and Fitz on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Taking you up to Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals. That's Hawks, Bucks, 8 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Don't forget to subscribe to the Spain and Fitz podcast, by the way, wherever you get your podcasts. Great way to make sure you keep up with both of us again. Jason Fitz flying solo tonight. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's home quote explorer changing the way you buy home insurance. Now, you can just go online, get a custom quote, save both time and money. Look at that. Learn more. At Progressive.com. All right, let's head over to the Goodyear hotline. We're going to talk to Hawks great 1986 slam dunk champion Spud Webb, thanks to the MBRPA. And Spud, thanks so much for the time, and I really appreciate you joining us. As someone who has as much history as you have with the Hawks, what's it like What's it like watching this playoff run from a distance? Oh, it's awesome because, you know, usually you're watching the playoffs, and they're like, Spud, what's wrong with your Hawks? You know, and now... Now I can uh, put my chest out proud because the way uh, Nate McMillan and the way Trey is playing and and Collins and those guys, man, it's just uh, it's just a joy to watch. Actually, talk a little bit about Nate McMillan because obviously the turnaround's been well documented. But uh, when you look at a coach that's able to find sort of the heartbeat of a team mid-season and turn them around, what's the key to that? Well, me and Nate played backcourt at NC State together, so we have a lot of history together. But uh, I just think that uh, Nate relates to these players these days. He uh, coached, you know, Indiana and all those Portland, all those teams. So it's not like uh, he don't know what he's doing. He's 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 doing an excellent job, man. Whatever uh, philosopher he got going with uh, the young guys to get them to play like, uh, and, and and you can see that they genuinely like each other. So. That make it easy to play with. I think that's what uh, when we were playing when I was with Dominique and those guys, we actually really liked each other, so it was easy to play with. You mentioned relating to players, and I think that's so interesting, Spud, because it feels like it's such an important part of NBA culture now. It's like being able just to have a real relationship with the players. How's that differ from when you played? Well, we played. You know, they, they you know you went out there and they told you you know you play this way and. Um, you know, you try to play with the system. Uh, I know it's a different system now with with all the three-pointers and kind of wide open and guys get to go play one-on-one, which is the talent they have in the NBA now. Is, you know, these guys are unbelievable. So uh, if you can't uh, hand check or, or put a hand on somebody, when you got that kind of talent where guys can get anywhere they want to on the floor, man, that would separate the stars from the superstars, those guys uh, that are carrying teams. They can get anywhere they want to on the floor. We're talking to Spud Webb here on Spain and Fitz. Jason Fitz flying solo. And and look, Spud, I, I you know you mentioned Trey Young earlier. It's a joy to watch this kid play. It's electric. When you watch his game, what stands out to you as the best part of it? Well, the best part of it is to see a point guard that shoot all the time. You know, you sit at home, <laughs> you uh, you know, at night and enjoy seeing a point guard just come down and shoot. That's basically, but when you're that good and can shoot like that, man, and enjoy the game. When you look at Trey, he enjoyed playing basketball. And so when the games are start, you know, you can say he's small, uh, he's thin, uh, things like that. But once you throw the ball up and, and his competitive edge come out, uh, you know, that want to win and uh, he's doing whatever it takes. And he's playing team basketball. He's not only just shooting the basketball. So uh, it's a joy to watch him, man. And, uh, any guy that plays and enjoy playing and and you can see it on his face and the way he acted and reacted with the crowd that he loved playing basketball. So, Spud, if you were on the opposite sideline, what would you do to slow him down? 
<laughs> yeah, we sit around and talk about that. Like uh, they be like, uh, they need to stop him. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you, you you look at some of the uh, what the coaches are doing in uh, Milwaukee. They got to figure out a way to try to uh, slow him down or stop him. I, I don't think you stop him. You might can try to slow him down and make other people beat you by, I guess, trapping early or trying to get the ball out of his hand. But man, he's he got so much energy and getting around is, uh, I guess, that's what's been tough for them to try to trap him. So, Spud, when you think Atlanta and you think about the Hawks and what this run means for the city as they continue to go through this run, you're a young team and you've got that sort of vibe coming out from the city that's just so behind it and so supportive. Does it add pressure or does it uh, add momentum? Like, what's the impact for you as a player when you know what's on the line for the city you're playing for? Well, I think it's the pressures on Milwaukee. I think uh, – uh, the uh, Hawks are playing with uh, with, with, with house money, uh, you know, no pressure on them to go out and uh, win because nobody expected them. But I tell you what, watching the games, though, on TV, uh, you'll see a lot of different jerseys in there from other teams. And when you start winning in Atlanta, man, you don't see a lot of jerseys. You see a lot of Hawk jerseys. So uh, it's just like uh, even you see Dominique jerseys still coming around the arena. But that's just the enthusiasm and uh, people – in that city I have, if you start winning, they, uh, they get behind you real well, real, real good. And so when I watch the games now, you know, you don't see no uh, Milwaukee jersey. You don't see the New York jersey. You see a lot of Hawk jerseys. We're talking to Spud Webb on Spain and Fitz. Are there guys from your playing days that, you know, you're texting when you watch this run go on? Oh, yeah, me, uh, Cliff Livingston text. I, and then uh, Kevin Willis, he called and, uh, me, John Battle, all those guys. We uh, we still uh, talking. It was tough when Philly was playing uh, Atlanta because of Doc Rivers, was, you know, coaching Philly when we texting back and forth with each other. So, uh, you know, uh, those guys, man, they just as happy, man, because uh, you know Kevin Willis, you know, he called me. You coming to the game? You know, they so happy. You know, like I'm going to the game and stuff like that. So, uh, a lot of the players, because they're so used to saying, "Oh, it's the Hawks." You know, they're not going to get far. And then when you get this far, man, they make every guy that played there uh, proud. And speaking of Kevin, they should retire his jersey. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking to Spud Webb on Spain and Fitz. And, you know, it's just so incredible because the Hawks really came out of nowhere in the minds of many. When you're a young team, and like you said earlier, you're playing with house money. I mean, is there a moment where it sinks in what you're going through, or or do, are you able just to keep all the noise out when you're young and you're in a position you didn't think you were going to be in in the league? Well, you can tell the way Nate talked to him is uh, in the huddle that he's keeping them humble. Uh, he's telling them, you know, keep playing, uh, like the way you're playing, keep doing this. But uh, you know, uh, I think a team like that they've been not on TV, not no superstars, not no uh, all star rather. Uh, you know, it kind of, they got the chip on the shoulder like, uh, okay, you don't want to put us on national TV, or you're gonna, we're going to force you to put us on there by winning. And ever since Nate took over, man, it's just been a joy to watch. I mean, they've been now, watching TV, man. Trey has been watching TV for for us to cut on the TV and see the Hawks. Uh, it's just it all but that's like every year I feel like we got to get to the playoffs for people to start finding these stars and it's fun to watch but like you're I'd be remiss if I don't ask you at least one question about the Mavs Uh, for anyone that doesn't know you're the president of basketball operations for uh, the Texas Legends in the G League uh, part of the Mavericks organization so uh, your thoughts on Jason Kidd coming over to join uh, join the Mavericks 
I love it. I think it's a good idea. Uh, I think Jason can relate to the players. He's, you know, coached in Brooklyn and Milwaukee. So, uh, been on the bench with the Lakers. So, uh, I think he kind of see what, uh, you know, it, we, we make mistakes and we relate to different things. I think, you know, you're learning curve and I think he's ready. You just got to get, uh, the right players, uh, around Luca. I mean, like the years when, uh, I hate to say the way they dom- dominate the ball, but you got to get some shooters around Luca. So, uh, that uh, he can uh, distribute that ball and, and score the way he scored because he's, man, he's a generation of talent. The day I first saw him, I was like, man, this guy is bigger than what people think and and uh, play play very smart. But when you've been playing in profession that long, I guess you catch on very fast. So hopefully uh, Jason and, and Nico and them can come in there and get some players to put around Luca that uh, they can start winning. I don't think they're far off. But I can't thank you enough. I know you got a game to watch and some enjoyment to have around this Hawks run. We really appreciate your time, my friend. Thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, thanks for having me.